Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Amen. First Peter 5, and I have a word of faith, of encouragement, of whatever you want to call it, but I am burning within me to, to give this to someone in the house today. First Peter 5, 8, 9, and 10. Remember, Brother Joel, he's sick today, not feeling well. Some others are not feeling well. Remember them in prayer. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, everybody knows we got an adversary. That devil, anybody got acquainted with him this week? If you didn't, that means he already got you. <laughs> the devil, the roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in the brethren that are in the world. He said, but the God of all grace, who hath called us with his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect established, strengthened, and settle you. Hear me now. Hear me now. I'm going to preach on the day God is rich in mercy. He's rich in mercy. Father, thank you for your love, your mercy, and for everyone here today. God, thank you for their heart, their kindness, their love. You see, God, our battles, our contentions. God, you see it all. Help me, Father, today to preach your holy word to this great people. Help my mind and spirit to follow your voice and your leadership. God, I block out every hindrance of devils and hell and everything that wants to speak in Jesus' name. And we praise you and let the church give him an edifying praise of glory. Ain't God good? I said, ain't he good? Has he been good to you this week? Has anybody experienced his mercy? Hallelujah. God bless you. You'll be seated. Peter here says, he says, stay alert. Watch out for the enemy, the devil. We all know who our enemy is. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. But Peter said, stand firm, saints, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. He said, he tells us, remember, he said, your family members worldwide, can I tell you, saints of God, as Peter told them, your brothers and sisters worldwide are suffering also from the same adversity. You're not the only one going through hell. You see here, yet in God's kindness, he said, Peter said, he called you to share eternal glory as he overcame, he has eternal glory. God wants to share it with you. He tells us God will restore. He will support and strengthen you. He will place you on a firm foundation. But he also warns us that there is an enemy out against us. 
Peter tells us to stand firm. If there's ever a time for us to stand firm, it's right now. Come on now. We know by God's word there is an enemy that desires to destroy our lives and our families. But you hear me now. You've got to listen. Israel stands at the door of the promised land from God. They stand there. A place at that place is called Kadesh Barnea, right before they go into the promised land. How many knows today, saints of God, that we have received the promise that He sent back to Pentecost? We are there right now. We are there right now. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You have it right now. You, I said you have it right now. If you've been born to the water and the spirit, you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're there right now. But you understand, he warns there is an enemy that, that's going to come against us. But we have that promise of Pentecost. We're there. That power enables us to have courage, boldness, confidence, and even ability today. But Israel stands as we did at the very door that goes into possessing the land which God had promised them. This would enable their life to live much better if they would step in and possess the land. But the, the battle starts, saints of God. The battle don't start until we start possessing the promises of God. I can preach about it today. I can talk about possessing God's promises. Our battle don't start right now. Our battle don't start. Our battle starts when we arise to our feet and said, I'm not going to accept where I'm at. I'm not going to accept what I'm thinking. I'm not going to accept what I'm going through. I'm stepping out today and I'm fixing to possess my miracle, my healing, my breakthrough, my blessing from God. I refuse to die like this. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go get my promise. Can I tell somebody in the house today? Oh, he's enabled you to have a better life. He's enabled you to overcome where you're at. Come on, church. The battle starts when you start possessing. That enemy don't want you to take what's yours. The enemy doesn't, he, he doesn't, the enemy doesn't increase his attack while you're at the door. Your first attack is, and why I'm preaching right now, your first attack is on your mind. The first attack was when Israel heard, hey, we're here, baby. We're fixing to go into the promised land. And the spies brought back proof of the promised land with the grapes and the words of what they saw. Oh, we saw great walls, cities, and giants that we looked like grasshoppers in their sights. Immediately at the very place of where they could step into the promised land, their mind encountered a battle. The same as with you today, saint of God. You're, you may be at a place spiritually, life, family, marriage, some situation. You may be there today, but at that same time, while I'm preaching faith to you, your mind is enraged with all kinds of voices that's telling you there's no way you can take that promise. 
There's no way that you can overcome. There's no, yeah, some of you are already settled in and you're living with the devil right now. I'm not talking about backslidden, but you're living with his opinion and you're living with what he's told you. I got news for you. I'm like Caleb and Joshua. You do what you want to, but God's told me we can take the land. I refuse to live every day I get up depressed. I refuse to live every day I get up oppressed. I refuse to live in a spirit of being defeated. It's time for you to rise, some of you, and shake yourself and say, I was anointed for a time like this and I will not live like this. I will not live oppressed. I'm gonna rise to my feet and possess what God has given me. Come on, somebody. How many know God's got more for you? Well, why don't you act like it right now? Why don't you act like, I'm not gonna have this spirit on my life. I'm not gonna have this around me anymore. I'm not gonna be down and out anymore. I'm not gonna get up in the morning and not pray anymore. I'm gonna read my Bible. I'm gonna pray. I'm not gonna be like this. Ooh, I feel my help. The battle starts when you said, I'm going to possess. You've got to understand, it's when you step into the promise of possessing, it's when the battle starts. All of you hearing right now, sitting there on that pew is a devil talking junk to you. And some of you are talking to yourself. The reason, because you ain't got no prayer life. It ain't God, it ain't the devil, it's you. But I'm here to tell you now, God sent me with this word. The first attack was with words of doubt. There's walls too tall, there's giants too big. Has he, has he caused you today, saying of God, to doubt that you can possess what God promises you? Has he caused you to doubt? But you hear me, the devil is a manipulator. He caused Achan to believe that he could get away with stealing the Babylonian garments and the tie from God. Oh, you can get away with it. Come on, steal it, boy. And got him to believe that he could do it. He manipulated him. He's a manipulator today. Some of you sitting on this pew, he's trying to manipulate your thinking, your thoughts right now. There's no way you can overcome it. You've come too far. Look at what's happened to you. You ought to be here Wednesday night when I preached stone about you're going to have resistance. If you're ever going to go to the next level, you're going to face resistance. Resistance is where your strength grows. Resistance is where God gets you ready for the next level. You hear me now. I'm here to tell somebody in this house right now, right now, you better wake up and listen to me. You're going to have to stand to your feet today and tell the devil, get out of my ear. Get out of my ear. I ain't listening to your junk today. I ain't listening to you talk about my children, my family, my problems, my health. I ain't gonna listen to you no more. You're trying to depress me. I'm at a place that I can get what God told me I could have and now you want me to doubt it. How many in this house today tired of it? I'm going to possess it. I'm going to tell the devil, shut your mouth. Get out of my ear. He caused Jonah to think he didn't have to listen to God and do what he said. You ain't got to listen to God. 
You can go and do what you want to do. He influenced Saul not to wait on Samuel. And he lost the kingdom because he worked on Saul's impatience. Come on, folks. He's working on some of you. Some of you, he's got you down to where that you were praying. You had a regular prayer life. Man, you were talking to God. But things happened, and he's talked to you about, well, look, prayer ain't helped you none. Oh, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. Prayer ain't helped you none. Reading your Bible ain't helped you none. Look at you. You used to be, you used to talk to Brother Wilbanks about spiritual things, but now, ah, oh, you don't need to do that. They ain't helped you none. You know what he's done? He's done manipulated your thinking, and you're, you're thinking about God and about his promises. He's got you to believe in that you'll never obtain it because you're feeling some resistance. I'm here to tell you, Peter said, stand firm, saints, and be alert. You got an adversary. You got an adversary that's roaring around trying to devour you. I'm going to tell you, somebody in this house need to stand up, bust that devil in the mouth and say, you're getting out of my ear, you're getting out of my head because what God has promised is mine. Somebody ought to claim it's mine. You to, oh, some of you laid the pursuit of a promise down. Some of you have been pursuing promises, but you laid it down because you've been challenged. Get up. He's a God of false advertisement. It's not what you're seeing. Peter recorded that God called you. Somebody shout, I'm called. He will restore. Peter said, he'll restore. I said, he'll restore. He'll support. He'll strengthen you. Samson was born in the will of God to be a leader of Israel. How many knows you're here today because you're in the will of God? Samson was to help deliver Israel from the raging beast that praised over their defeat. Samson was sent to be a help to Israel defeat the very enemy that would desire to devour them. Samson, although was human as you and I, and he had the anointing of God on his life. Hear me. Samson the Bible said it pulled down the gates of the city of Gaza, carried them through Hebron on his shoulder, and showed the strength that he was anointed with. But now you go to Judges 16, and it talks that they had, they had caught Samson and bound him. Now, me and God wants to talk to you a minute. Because you are at a place that it seems like the adversities has bound you. Everybody wake up and look at me. You cannot be helped. Let me say it again. I said there's no devil, no witch, no sorcerer can bind you over the will of God. Some of you need to shake yourself like Paul did when the serpent bit his arm. Shake that devil off in the fire. Arise to your feet and say, I will not. 
I will not be held. I can overcome. Greater is in me than he that is in the world. And I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Come on, somebody. You need to shake yourself. I don't care if it's physical, spiritual, financial. You can come out. God, I feel my help up in here. Life is shut down. The enemy desires to bind you inside the city. Let me realize the enemy desires to bind you right where you're at. But Roy, he wants to bind you. Some in this room are bound. You used to seek, some used to get up and seek God in spirit and also word. Because things didn't happen. I'm going by what the Holy Ghost done told me. Because things didn't happen as fast as you thought it would in the way it would. You've pulled yourself back because he's convinced you that the walls are too tall and the giants are too big. And so you're not pursuing after God like you did. He's got you staying at the door. Your, 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 your foot's not even in the promised land pursuing because he's already convinced you it's going to be too hard. Can I tell every blood-bought child of God in this room, there ain't nothing too hard for God to help you. I said there's not a battle too hard. There's not a problem too hard. There's not a circumstance too hard. There's not an adversity too hard. You ought to rise to your feet and say I will this day overcome it. I will not sit down. I will not quit. I may be knocked down. I may be bruised. I may be cut. We may be back right now. We may be behind right now. But there's a day that's going to come. You're going to be ahead and be blessed. Uh, I know what he talked to me about. You hear me? Some of you allow the enemy to hold you at that place. But you are anointed. Now hold on a minute. I don't care how sinful you think you are. You just got to know the mercy of God. I can do all things. Somebody say, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I can do it. You got to remember after crossing into the promised land, Listen to this. After crossing into the promised land, Joshua and Israel had to defeat 31 kings. 31 kings they had to encounter before they took possession of the promised land. You see, to possess more, you have to possess more. To possess more, you've got to possess more. And understand, just because we got the Holy Ghost and we're blood-bought, we got the name above every name over us, it does not mean that we're not going to encounter giants. And we're not going to encounter enemy. And we're not going to encounter resistance. We're not going to encounter failure. We're not going to encounter setbacks. But you need to know who's with you today. He's a God of mercy. Some of you ought to shake yourself. 
slap yourself, wake up. That devil's done got you believing a lie. He's manipulating your thinking. He's got you thinking it's over, it's done with. I'm here to tell and declare to some child of God today, his mercy, he's rich in it. He's got plenty of it. First Peter 4, 4 and 12 tells me and you, beloved, Think you're not strange concerning the fiery trials which try you. And some strange thing happen to you. Be careful, saint of God. You better be careful not to get close to the world. Get in acquainted with the world. I'm going to say something may cross some of your feet on your toes right now. That's all right. Maldice, you got to go to work. She's making some ties. Everybody's want to know where everybody's going. Well, she's going to work, make some ties. I wonder where she's going. She's leaving early. She, she must have got offended. No, she didn't get offended. She's going to make some ties. I know where they're going. <laughs> Be careful not to get close to the world. You're talking about making girls trans and boys trans. I think some parents are trying to make their girls boys. I'm going to say it and you ain't going to like it. Your, boy, your girls are made different than your boys are. Your, boy, your girls can't be an all-star in football. I know you want her to be an athlete where she can get a scholarship because they're so good. And like everybody in here, you got an opinion, your kid. I mean, they're ready for the NFL right now. They're ready for, I mean, they're ready for the Major League Baseball because they're better than any other kid. But you'll find out when real life comes, they ain't as good as you thought they were. And I'll say it from the pulpit. I remember the day that I refused to let my boys play sports. But I got phone calls from Pentecostal people, preachers. You got to let them play, man. You're the only one that ain't going to let them play. I went against my grain. If it was over with, I wouldn't have pushed them to play. You say what you wanted to. I believe some of my battles come from the things I allow them to go do. And I, and I beat into their will because you got to let them play. You're the only one. I don't want to stand it. I'm here to tell you now. I don't know if it happened, but happen, I have a personal conviction in myself. You hear me? You do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to, I'm going to go what I feel on from the Lord. I'm here to tell you, quit trying to make them be a boy. Let me get plainer. Quit trying to make them be a boy. I'm here to tell you now, be careful. That world don't love us. That world don't care what happens to your kids. They don't care if they fall and stumble and hooked on drugs. They don't care if something bad happens to them. Brother Eddie, they don't care if that boy turns the other way. That world don't care. You, you need to look in the world what's going on. They're begging them to do it. So Peter said, stand firm. We got to stand on our feet and tell the devil, I will not accept what you're trying to manipulate me with. I will not. I refuse. Yeah. God, the world is Satan's buffet. The enemy saw that Samson fell in love with a woman and her name was Delilah. In verse 5, the Philistines came up into her and said, Hey, will you entice him? 
And here I'm fixing to get into something. You hear me now, the spirit that, that gets you feel where you are, that's trying to bind you. Listen to me. It's a spirit of enticement. Entice means to attract, to tempt, offer pleasure and advantage. Some are sitting here wondering, what am I feeling today? You're feeling the enemy trying to entice you. Trying to entice you that it's over. There's no way God can heal you. There's no way God can bring you out of that situation. There's no way God can change this problem. He's trying to entice you to believe what he's telling you. But I come to tell somebody today, God is rich in mercy. He's trying to entice you. Some are sitting one to get your faith. He's trying to entice you to get your faith, to obtain your spiritual strength. Delilah said, tell me, tell me, I pray thee, where's the great strength within you? Where's it at? Come on now. The beast is after your strength. Come on, church. Everything you're feeling right now is from hell itself. He's trying to entice your thinking. He's in trying to entice your mind. He's in trying to entice your five senses. Everything he can, he's trying to take advantage of you and to lure you out. But somebody in this room has got to stand to your feet today and say, God, I hear you and I feel that spirit. And now I know it's not from you and I know what it is. And Satan, Get your hands off of me in Jesus' name. The more enticement he brings to you, your strength seems to become weak. Follow me. You're filled. Somebody shout, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. To overcome his enticement. Saints, you have what it takes to overcome. Greater is he that is in you than he in the world. Delilah, Delilah would not give up. How many knows your enemy ain't going to give up? He ain't going to quit enticing Simon to give up the secret of where it dwelt. Come on, tell me where it is. Tell me. Tell me where it is. Instead of remembering what he had and what he was called to do, we can't forget what we have. I said we can't forget what we have and what we're called to do, saint of God. We got to use that street to overcome the enticement. Samson, hear me right now. Samson gives in to the pressure of her. You ready? Those that overcome by the end, overcome by the enemy, they give in to his pressure. Don't you give in to that enticement. It's not over. You ever feel like the woman, the Shemite woman who had a promised son and he died? She goes and lays him on the bed. She didn't say nothing to her husband that he was dead. Get me a, uh, get me a donkey and get me a servant. I want to go to the prophet. She goes there. Upon arrival, Gaza said, the servant of the prophet said, how's all things at home? She said, it's all well. You hear me right now. She refused to admit 
to what had happened and to give in to the enemy. Some of you got to stand before your devil today and say, it's all well. I will not give up. It ain't over. Come on now. It ain't over. I said it ain't over. Somebody needs to get on your feet and tell them it ain't over. I know you've been beating on me. I know you've been wearing on me. I know you've been trying me. I know you've been enticing me. But it ain't over. You are anointed for this time. You're anointed with the Holy Ghost. See, Samson, follow me. Hear me, saints. Samson gives Delilah his heart. And that when you give your heart to the enticement, that's when the Philistines came in and got him and took him away and put his eyes out. Satan can't have you until you give in to his enticement. You tell me, I just ain't praying like I used to. I ain't reading the word. I ain't worshiping like I used to, Pastor. You know what it's telling me? So you already told me. Somewhere he's been enticing you. He's been worrying on your mind. And you've given in to him. And he's got your heart. You hear me now? When he lost, he gave his heart to when he gave his heart to Delilah. That's when he lost his his sight, and he lost vision of his future. So when come after you give in to the enticement, you will not be able to see where you're going because the enemy has your heart but God here we go God is great in mercy I want to tell hell today it ain't over I want to tell the devils who bombard in your house your soul and your mind it ain't over I want hell's party. Put your whistles up. Take your hats off and put your ice cream up. It ain't over. I said it ain't over. Because you know what? God is rich in mercy. They bring Samson out one day for a final show. But before that, while he was at the grinding meal, Brother Josh, he was asking God to forgive him. Woo! <laughs> they done took his eyes out. They done took his pride away. Come on. But old Samson, see when you fall in sin like that, you'll be put in a place and you'll grind until you come out. He's grinding God, restore my strength. And while he grinded, his old hair started to grow a little by little. Little by little, little by little, little by little, little by little it came. 
But hear me right now. They bring him out for an open show. And he said, God, let this day be mine. Oh, he told an old little lad, put my hands between the pillars. He put him there and put his hands. He could feel those, those columns in that stadium. You hear me saying to God, please somebody hear me right now. If you have fallen for the enticement of the enemy, it's not over. God will give you mercy. He'll give you mercy to retake back what the enemy is taken from you. This could be your greatest day. You need to cry out to him. If you have fallen into the enticement. Only hear me, hear me. He's enticed you with these words. It's done. It's over. I'll never win this battle. He has you believing that God's not hearing you. It's too messy. <laughs> it's gone too far. <laughs> Come here, Gary. Blinded. Could you take me to the pillars, columns, just leave me there? Suddenly, oh, Samson felt that anointing whew, flow through his body that he felt before Delilah took it. I'm sure he's human as I am. Brother Marlin, if I would stood there and I felt it, I'd be weeping. Thank you, God. Thank you for one more chance. The enemy's laughing. The enemy's making mockery of him. The, men, the enemy's going to make sport of him. But God, whoo, Jesus, what I feel. God steps off the throne. Listen to this. Brother Josh walks into his bank, his vault, <laughs> picks up a big old bag of mercy. Whoo! Comes to where Samson's at. And pours it on him. He feels that anointing rush through his body. He hears by the roar of the enemy chatting, bring him out, bring him out, bring him out, bring him out, bring him out. Begin to curse him. When the enemy thought this is his last day, but what they didn't know, it was their last day. 
ahead of you. Your enemy don't know this is his last day. Woo! Suddenly, Samson begins to feel that anointing. He moves his body into position. He begins to press against those columns. Suddenly, he hears screams from the enemy as the Colosseums begins to collapse under their feet and it begins to cover them in the grave. Yes, Samson goes down, but he goes down with God's mercy. devil talking to some of you it's done it's over we'll never win this battle he has you believing God don't hear you it's too messy I'm telling you today God opened up his vault a while ago he's ready you want some mercy he's waiting on somebody Lord will you give me some of your mercy why don't some of you shake yourselves? Why don't some of you shake yourselves? Why don't some of you shake yourselves? Why don't you get yourself out of that stinking pit that you've been in? in? Come on, he can't hold you. He said, he can't hold you. Some of you are more anointed than you even act like. You're acting so far below who you are, what God, the gift he's given you. Come on, folks. Let's stand our feet, please. Please. Please stand. By the mighty hand of God in this room and the Spirit of God Almighty. The mercy's here. He's asking. You know what he just did? I heard the vault open. I heard the vault open. I heard the door. And he's standing there waiting. Who needs it today? Is anybody in the room? Has God talked to you? Is anybody in the room? Has He spoke to you? He said, I, I, I've been where Samson's at. I'm fixing to go get me some mercy. Because I don't want the enemy to win. I'm going to go get some mercy. If He's talked to you today, why don't you step out? Come. Sweet Holy Ghost, I feel you drawing. It ain't over. Somebody needs to say it ain't over. God hadn't run out of mercy. You ain't finished. It ain't too messy. It's only. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.